Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I get mixed up at the Oscars, shook by a shot of Remy, and unsettled by the shakeup at Coachella. I'm kind of faded, but I feel all right. Hello. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> Relate, release. Ram Narenge Kyo, Ram Narenge Kyo. I'm still trying to recover from Sunday's drama, Sunday surprises, Sun- Sunday's really airs. Really? All I of really that. am. It feels like, like an over- all of that. feels like an overreaction. Well, the, I don't. I don't know where you were, but did you see Halle Berry on the red carpet? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. She made me have to breathe in a paper bag. <laughs> I was just shook. I mean, she looked stunning. I mean, literally, I was stunned by you her look. Literally stunned into speechlessness. I, I, I didn't know what to do. Oh, I have. I have plenty to say about it. I'm so, not speechless. Okay. All right. Well, then let's go. Let's start well, there. I mean, WTF. What happened? She's usually such a sure, certain bet on the red carpet. Is she, though? Is she? Well, she has been for for quite the long time. She's been stunningly beautiful since the beginning. Yes. But she's made a lot of questionable choices. Okay, but this was probably the most questionable choice that she's ever made. Here's the thing. There are two things that are categorically absolutely true. One of them is that Halle okay. Berry looked crazy, right? She looked yes. crazy. The second thing is that Halle Berry is at her absolute best when she's crazy. Monsters oh, you Ball, think so? New Jack City, okay. Catwoman. Crazy Halle is the best Halle, and I won't hear but anything yes, different. This is, this is Crazy Halle when, like, we're talking about roles, Halle. Like, there were roles. Like, there were roles. I was into Hallie. those caramel swirl curls. I don't know what was so, I, what else was in there, like sparrows, paper clips. I don't know, but there, I kind of liked it. Whole, I mean, it was a Shirley Temple. Hurricane Katrina mess that was happening all up in that head. I don't know what was going on. It was a FEMA situation. It was. I mean, it really was. Someone call them. Help her out. I mean, the dresses by Versace, mm-hmm. the jewels were by Cartier, and the hair looked like it was by Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just really <laughs> up and done. I it was, was done. A lo- it was a real head turner. I mean... Really? I, okay. And then, okay. So, did you catch her on the carpet? She had an explanation for this. Now, apparently, she wanted to let her. N- <laughs> I can't even say this. And you straight. can't. You can't. And also, this is the same bullshit she always pulled. But please yeah, continue. Very bad about this. I'm about to get very bad. But she said that she wanted to let her like natural curls shine. <laughs> so. She covered them up so she, in that crazy so she, carrot top. Right. So she slicked them back and put on uh, like a, a, a Quavanzane Wallace Halloween wig. Yeah. That's what she did. And I feel like every time she comes out with any hairstyle that is not the short, cropped Tony Braxton Halle Berry from the 90s do, she tries uh-huh. to tell us 
that that's her natural hair. Her her natural look. It never I, I don't is. Understand. When I mean, she like put in that movies. long crazy hair right after Catwoman, and she was like, "Oh, this is my hair. This is how it grows. I've always had ten inches of loose waves." That's right. never been the case. That has never been it. It's not true. Hallie, we also know that you've had a little work on the nose, and she always tries to, like, you know, deny that. But, you know, she... I don't, I don't, know, I don't know who she's trying, trying It's like, to. Hallie, what was your inspiration for Storm? Well, you know, I just wanted to have my natural hair for a change. She literally wanted to pull the wool over our eyes, and she pulled it over her own eyes with that wig. Yeah. But I'm not falling for it. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, and I also feel like she just went into the Frankie and Alice, like, prop closet from that old movie of hers and threw that one on. I mean, there's so many movies that she could have reached back and got an old it's wig true. from. It's true. It was kind of the call cent- that call center wig from that movie. Oh, oh, that's right. Or maybe it was the call. No, the, the call was kind of, of a, a modified curly T-Boz situation. This was that's more Frankie true, and Alice. Right. You're right. You're this right. was kind of like a Beyonce work it out video situation here also was not mad at that one either so many but so many other movies where she could have just reached back back into the crypt the vault and brought it back i wouldn't have been mad if she if she would have thrown that baps wig on i would have been like you know what you gotta represent you and you gotta you gotta you gotta pay your respects to some of the good old oldies i mean i didn't see what she, she, how she turned up to the parties after the awards so she might have done that nope she didn't no no she kept that one on she kept that one on, and she just kept rocking with it for the rest of the night. Well, she's an actress, and she commits. She was fully committed to this. Yeah. Uh, so much so that she featured on her Instagram, a post on her Instagram, where she has Bruno Mars' Versace on the floor playing. And she, you know, uh, very, you know, scantily and sexily, like, shimmies towards her pool in the Hollywood Hills. And she takes, she actually takes off the Versace dress. Now, you can't see all of this because, like, the camera pans down. But the dress falls to the floor. (laughs) And... I, I was waiting. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was waiting for the the bozo wig to come off too. And she like dives into the pool. No, she does not. She does. She dives into the pool wearing that I, wig. I guess. So. Well, the thing is, is like the the angle is a little bit like it kind of obscures your view really of the top part. But she does dive in, and I think the wig goes in too. Unbreak wig my like heart. That, I mean, well, listen, it wasn't like it was a you know a major Beyonce lace front that she was wearing. That thing couldn't have been more than about a, you know, a $25 shake and go. Either way, I'm sure she had her assistant try to return it the next day. <laughs> she probably Promise did. you that. Probably. Probably. But, yeah. Her stylist went on to explain that he cut five inches. I mean, this the... The story just keeps going, but the, the stylist claims that he cut five inches off of her natural hair to achieve this look. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm tired of these lies. This is fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Alternative facts. These are yeah. all alternative facts. I, I just can't believe straight it. Straight up counterfactual. She cut <sighs> five inches off of whose head? Not Halle Berry. Not ha- I mean, I think they cut it off someone else's head and then put it on Halle's head. That's what I think. That, that's what. Well, that's how we achieve this look. But who knows? Oh, oh man. No, that's an American I- crime story. Ryan Murphy solved this mystery. Knew? I mean, do you think she knew? Like, this is not, you know, you only have so much time to get ready for the Oscars. And, you know, if the look, you can't change the look up if you got to get there and you're a presenter, right? Maybe, 
maybe she knew. I'm just going to hope that she knew that something just wasn't right. And you know what? She's like, I have to commit to this. And the show must go on. I think that she just wanted to have a big moment. She probably knew this was going to be a big year for Black people at the Oscars. And she wanted to be part of the moment. She did not know that it was going to look this crazy. I promise you she thought she looked good. Right. I think that she thought she nailed it. I'm sure um, this was what? her idea. We're, we are team natural here, this dummy. Obviously. But, you know, she's got to call the right people. And I, I, I don't know. This, this hairstylist of hers, his name is Castillo. I'll have you look at his Instagram page right now, and you his can be the judge. was Castillo. He is fired. It, Anyway, that oh. does, it does. It's neither here nor there. It does, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. This just was not a good. This just just wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look at all. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's the only thing to talk about from the awards. <laughs> Nothing that's else happened. It. Nothing else really happened. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, any other um, hits or misses from the red carpet that you saw, or anything that you liked? <sighs> well, uh, since we're on the topic of a swing and a miss, I want to say Janelle Monet. What were you doing? Well, okay. So Janelle Monet came down the carpet. Oh, I believe here it was you an go. Ely Saab Couture number. Now, here's the thing about Janelle Monet. I know that she's very, you know, she's an artist and she's sensitive and she, you know, she has a vision about like how she wants to be portrayed. And I think that she's previously talked about how she rocks this black and white motif and it's kind of like a uniform for her right like so she always has to yeah, wear black which and white. i like i'm not mad at that which, i don't know because that kind of makes you seem a little bit kooky and a little bit too eccentric during award season i think that she could have had like a very lupita-esque moment but i feel like the repeating of the black and the white just kind of made her come off as a little bit cray cray but this didn't feel like she was keeping this, to that theme I think that she kind of like branched out from this because I was really expecting like some sort of crazy chess checkerboard black and white ball gown situation, which would have made her look like Cruella DeVille goes to the prom. But like she didn't she didn't do that. She she actually surprised me. So I was pleasantly surprised fr- from what I saw. And again, it was like this sort of like, you know, um, feather and like houndstooth and like mesh like there was a lot happening in this gown it wasn't black and white it seemed like to be like kind of black golden nude yeah um and i guess the color palette in itself was a pleasant surprise now there was a lot going on and i will say i think think that she could have gotten rid of like a headpiece and a necklace and the earring you know and it probably would have looked 10 times better but I think I that if you would combine that, if you would combine that dress with Halle Berry's wig, you would have had Helena Bonham Carter from uh, from, from anything. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Alice, in, uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. I uh-huh. think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think you definitely would have had that. Oh man. Well, I don't know. I wasn't too mad at that. I think I was a little bit more mad at Dakota Fanning, not Dakota. Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Uh, what yeah. the hell? What was that? that she was looked like, like gold... Kathy. She looked like a young Kathy Bates. She did, and the, like it was like a gold, you know, Gucci bedspread. It needed a hot steam, a press, and a crease, and it it, it just didn't have it. It, it looked, it, yeah, it looked a mess. And was she wearing any? Was she wearing any makeup? I don't know. Who knows? That was that was a yeah. That was a miss for me. I, I just that 
was wasn't really there for that. Yeah. Okay. So great. what about she like kind of your, looked your... like a um, like a an airbag exploded in her face, mm. and she, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of attached around her back like a parachute malfunction. Yeah, it was just one big walking wardrobe malfunction, basically. Right. Just it just it just wasn't working. Okay, so what about your hits? Uh, I gotta say, it? Taraji really nailed it. I thought she Taraji looked, great. looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked wonderful. She looked great, she did. It was a kind of like a navy blue number that she was wearing, and a nice crop bob. Yeah, I, I really liked that. It was very elegant, very simple and minimal, but it you know it really. I think it just really got to the point. It was like this is an Oscars gown. I am dressed and I am ready to go to the go to the ball. I think, yeah, I think she. she I'm not here with that. a stunt. I'm here like a grown up. Right. You know, she doesn't need that. Like she, like you know, she is a certified star now, and she just she can just be elegant, and she doesn't need you know she just doesn't need the extra bells and whistles. So, kudos to her. I thought she looked beautiful. Kudos she looked to really her. Great. I will also say Viola Davis. That really red was, number was, was fire. I, it was so red. I couldn't even look directly at it. I thought that my TV... It was fire engine red, but I thought it was appropriate. No, it was She wonderful. knew she was coming to snatch that trophy. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to get in like the hottest, most beautiful, elegant, timeless gown. You're going to give me and a I'm gonna have swoopy my crop top. She's like, she took us, she took her How to Get Away with Murder season one do. Mm. And she turned it around it like they did in Dreamgirls. They turned it to the front <laughs> she turned it to the side mm-hmm. and she she did that and her speech was incredible wasn't it it was a good speech i'm not gonna shit on this moment it was a little much Don't. she always gives me too much in these speeches she's she so professorial why does she sound like she, she ran this- up those stairs and also there's all the stairs to the kodak theater like why was she so <laughs> winded because she's been running the marathon to get this award, okay? You know, there's one place that all the people with the greatest potential are gathered. One place. And that's the graveyard. People ask me all the time, what kind of stories do you want to tell Viola? And I say, exhume those bodies. Exhume those stories. The stories of the people who dreamed. It it was it wasn't a a hundred meter dash. It was a marathon to get to this point. So that's why she's out of breath, okay? It felt like a performance. It felt like she was giving us one of her trademark Viola Davis performances. True, but I thought it I thought it was appropriate. More so than like her her Emmy win for like how to get away with murder. Remember that one? Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Girl, it's just it's just like, you Uh, know. Primetime television. Consider the source. Yeah. I mean, she definitely brought all the reverence. It was appropriate for the Academy Award. And yeah, I'm thought- so happy that she won because that performance in Fences was incredible. She was great. And yeah. like I said, she deserves a, an Academy Award for every single thing that she's done, I think. But man, these speeches, I can't. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very long, but no, she did not. it and uh, she scored. It's about now, GD time. Do though. we know what she's doing next now after this? Uh, after winning the award, I mean, of, of course she's going back to How to Get Away with Murder. Does she get? Do you do you get a pay bump? Do you get a pay raise when you're on a television? Like this is what I wonder because 
Mahershala is on Luke Cage, you know, and he's probably just making a little bit of Netflix money. I mean, she had a good deal at ABC, but can they get can they cop a little bit more money now because of the because uh, they have an Oscar? Mm, I doubt it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the overlap is there, but I don't think that the television recognizes your Academy Awards. Hmm. Well, I'd be asking. Hopefully I'd be she'll asking get some for- more like solid movie work out of it. Maybe she can top line a, 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 a top line a tentpole, something big budget. Yeah. I hope I hope things change for her. Apparently she is she had an indie movie that was out in Sundance last year and it didn't No get more indies. No more indies. No more Lila Lila and Eve. Layla and Eve. Layla and Eve, yeah. She's what? actually gonna be in a lifetime movie where she's playing a judge. I just saw. Did you That's see That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is the movie I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Didn't need distribution school, got picked up by Lifetime. So I think that's where oh. we're gonna see her next. Yeah. Also, I think there's another movie, Steve McQueen. She's gonna be in that movie Widows. Um, Sounds like another struggle fest. Twelve years slave director, Steve McQueen is directing it. But I think it's about women, these like wives of husbands who are robbers and they get killed in the heist or something i see no i don't like this i want her to do something light and fun i want her i want lupita nyong'o i want octavia spencer to all do like the other girls something like that what was that cameron diaz movie with leslie mann and (laughs) kate upton do something like that something silly and fun with a motown montage i feel like that's a movie that jada pinkett smith and like is it queen latifah and they yeah, like go I down to that. essence fest i feel right. like this is a real movie right it is a, i just saw this, that poster i can't remember what it's called like girl trip or something like that i think it's called girl trip yeah i think that's the movie that you want but you're gonna, gonna get it, it but it's not gonna be viola davis you're it not needs you're to not? be viola davis i want her to blow her that's nose to, no more I'm snotty sorry. tears i want her to have fun you know what i want you remember those apple yeah. music commercials with her and mary j blige and uh carrie washington i want that yeah. the movie Okay, well, maybe we'll get that. Maybe we'll get that. Hopefully, well, Girls Trip is going to have to to do okay at the box office. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if Jada Pinkett can keep getting my dollars at the big screen, then Viola Davis can for sure. And if we need to march sure, for definitely. that, then I'm not tired. Let's go. Let's go. But I got my shoes on. I'm ready. Let's get out there. That's right. Get, get my sign. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Uh, Mahershala wins yeah best supporting actor good for him love it good for him 100 deserved 150 percent. and again another actor who's on television or who's on netflix we'll see what happens with that obviously he's gonna be in luke cage coming up uh next next year i think i think they i think yeah i think or maybe maybe it's this year maybe late fall we'll see the next season of luke cage yeah whenever that comes back it's good i'm glad uh, were you surprised that um, Hidden Figures didn't pick anything up? I don't think it won for anything. Yeah, I mean, well, what was it nominated for? I mean, I know that Octavia Spencer was nominated, right? She was nominated. It was nominated for Best Picture since they expanded the uh, nomination pool to up to 10 possible nominations. 25. Okay. Yeah, 36 <laughs> contenders. Um, it was never going to win. I don't think, I mean, you know, let's be real. I, you, I think that our our horse that was in the race was moonlight. And I don't think that we really could, um, you know, deviate from like, you know, from, from, or at least like, uh, Oscar vote voters could deviate from like, you know, picking one from the other. It's like either, 
either you're all in for Moonlight or, you know, it's like one black film's got to be the winner, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Moonlight was the one. I'm glad that happened. And boy, did it happen. But the way it happened, okay, well, do you have feelings? Did we just fast forward until the very end of it all? Did I mean, we just, just that's what we now? needed to do with the whole award ceremony anyway. The Oscars <laughs> go on for 10 hours. It's not as bad as the Which Grammys. It way too long. I was falling oh, asleep goodness. at the end. I, I, I wasn't quite making it. And I'm watching and so it on they, West Coast time. I can't imagine uh, watching it back east. It would have been like one o'clock in the exhausted. morning. No, I was forget exhausted. it. I was. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. But so then when you get Faye a shot Warren of caffeine there. When they got up there and they said La La Land, I was like, okay. I was of like course. picking up all. Like I was picking up the plates, the cups, and the glasses. The old, you know, popcorn that was on the floor. Oh boy! And that then all this set up to drop all that china on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get... We lost, by the way, but, you know. I'm sorry. No. There's a mistake. mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight. Best Picture. And that, that's the thing. Moonlight, you guys won. Come on up. And Talk you're, about the, the, you're mad about that. The moment. The moment being taken. I, yeah, I am. I, you're not mad about that? I'm kind. I'm still kind of upset about that. Yeah. I'm not at all. It didn't get the respect it deserved. It needed some respect on its name. As I think this is the best thing that say. could have happened. I think that is the absolute best way that this could have happened. And in fact, I think it's the only way it could have happened. It, it For me, it gave me everything I wanted. That damn movie, La La Land, got so close to winning. Like the hubris of Washington. It was right after the, the <clears throat> one for best score and best they original were just song. So best director. They're all coming up it. with Oscars in their hands. We don't, we we don't even have we any did. more hands for Oscars, but let's give these speeches. Ooh, to watch oh, that yeah, get snatched the, away that, from them. Had, one of the producers was like speaking in his like AP French. Yeah. He was like, merci beaucoup, voulez-vous coucher? Like, and then he was like, oh, then we lost. I'm going to get off here. But he just wanted to kind of like, you know, display his, his French skills. Did you see that part? No, I missed yeah, there it. Was some, I guess there was something kind of satisfying about seeing Emma Stone get uh, Sandman Sims off the stage. Yeah, yeah. You got to get out of here. I mean, I loved it. I thought, like, this is how the election should have gone. This is what the Electoral College was supposed to do. This is what the Supreme mm-hmm. Court should have done with Bush versus Gore. Like, this is how the Grammy mm-hmm. should have gone when Beyonce lost to Adele. This is how the Super Bowl should have gone. This is wonderful. Right. Like, this is everything so, yeah, I okay. needed. And it's so great for Moonlight. It's, yeah, it was great for Moonlight, and it's great for America. All right. I can see that. I can see that. But I still wish, I don't know, I just want them to be, I want the validation of the moment, you know, of the, the announcement and the, the entire, I don't know. But here's the but thing, though. They You're got right. the award. You're right. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like a clean honorific but think of it now right. as the most memorable moment in oscar history that's true bar none very true and this very movie true. is going to get a lot of attention because of it they may not yeah. have gotten that 30 seconds to give their thank yous but now every camera and every microphone is going to be in all of those producers faces and barry jenkins faces and mahershala and trevante all of them are going to be talking about what do you think happened what was the deal with this blah 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 blah. it's a huge opportunity to get exposure and their message out and for a lot more people to see this movie which was beautiful and fully deserving 
uh, of yeah. your work. Well, hopefully this will help boost sales and sell more tickets. FYI, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, is available on video on demand. And I guess I guess the DVD just came out in stores today. Yeah. And of course, I think it'll it, it will. I think all best pictures get like a wider release. So, I mean, you can basically and the BVDs came out today too. Oh, oh. I'm just saying. Okay. There's a Calvin Klein campaign that is worth everybody's attention as well. Yes, I'm talking about the their current or new new projects. This is the most important project. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travante. His body his bikini does, uh, <laughs> French cut Yasmin bleeds. They don't make sense. I mean, high cut thigh. Mm-hmm. I mean, just reclined on that old French chair. It's a French cut, I believe. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all won. We all won awards. Yes. Today. Exactly. We really did. That was my Oscar. You're welcome, America. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Dravante. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that body is really just. Just carved onyx, pretty much. It's science fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is science fiction. The technical achievement like, in visual arts. It is. It definitely is. Oh, man. Yeah, that cast is just great. I, I mean, every single one of those actors, I hope they can achieve as much success. And I hope, I hope that this catapults all of their careers, not just Mahershala for winning, you know, for best supporting. But I hope all of them get some success out of this. Yeah, Travante. I didn't realize that Travante was like on a Tyler Perry series before all this started and popped off. You keep your voice down. Nope, I did not know that. I do not want to know that. I'm not going to look for that. I'll just keep it to his story. Starts here, Tyler Perry. How dare you? Listen, if he's in a boxer brief or a French cut on that, I I might have to tune in. (laughs) Might have to go back to the archives. Well, you try to download that in secret and don't let nobody find out. Turn it. I'll just mute the vibe. I'll just mute it. You could WhatsApp me a screenshot. <laughs> Keep it off the grid. Oh, ma'am. Well, listen, I, the party's canceled. Beyonce's not going to Coachella. Just thought you should know. Well, yeah. Oh, well, no, of course not. Because as soon as they announced, I was I like, be- Beyonce is not going into the desert. She's not well, going you know, over there. The she was like, Coachella? Office. Oh, yeah, that's a Solange thing. When she went to the doctor's four months pregnant, and she's like, I'm going to this concert. You know what he said? The doctor said, Coachella, no, you're not. That's my joke for today. <laughs> That's good night. We're Coachella, canceled. No. They just pulled the oh, plug no. on our podcast. They canceled the airwaves. Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I just got a bill for the internet. Oh, no, no, no. I got subpoenaed. Anyway, anyway um, breaking news, though. Lady Gaga is in talks with AEG and Live Nation to take Miss Knowles's place as now, the headline. That makes sense. Beyonce was never so? going to drag those babies out into the desert. Well, right. Get them all I think this was all Lady Gaga. From the very beginning. Probably. Of course, it was. She shot yeah. the Perfect Illusion video at Coachella. Well, right. Yeah, that she was, was her audition there. tape. She was the first person. She was like getting the grounds prepared for Coachella. Yeah, whipping that ponytail around on that microphone <laughs> in the desert. She was just trying to clear out the brambles and the, uh, you know, the, the tumbleweeds. She right. was just getting the, the stage ready. Mm-hmm. So she, we knew this was going to happen. We knew it was on the way. There's no surprise here. Have you gone to Coachella yet? Nope, and I'm not gonna. I don't I've have the stamina. That's all I need to do. How was it's it? It's too hot. Exactly. Well, I went like I went years too ago hot, when Madonna too was dusty, there. Too dusty, too long. It's too hot and it's dusty. 
you know, people are trying to charge like fifteen dollars for a beverage, like a like a Coke. And no, it's just not. It's not. You, I think you can do it once, but that once is 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 far far plenty times for me to go. I, I don't do it for an afternoon revisit. Yeah, I'd but you it. can't do it for an afternoon. That's you're, the problem. You know, you're stuck. I mean, you're just stuck on that like little old rickety highway out there into the into Palm Springs in the desert. Yeah, you drive and, out you to know, the middle of nowhere, and then what happens when you have to go to the bathroom? You stand in the line that's like, five 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 right. miles long. You get into a stank porta potty? No, 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 I don't. Now, if there's like an Uber helicopter situation, different. Sign I would me spring up. from that. Uber pool yeah. the chopper, please. Yeah, Uber pool the G6, okay? And then I'm on my way. And then I, then I, I could be interested in that. You know what I did yeah. do though? I didn't do Coachella, but you know what I did do? What'd you do? I went to see Brandy and Maya in concert. Oh, that's right. You have to give us the lowdown in our time off, and it was wonderful. Can I tell you, was it, it was 20 damn dollars, okay. first of all. Yeah, we went with um, Jamila, friend of the pod. Um, mm-hmm. And we had a small You took her squad. hostage. I, I did. Was she ready? She didn't realize. <laughs> but I think she had a good time. And let me tell you this. Maya still has moves. She did a couple. Oh. Yeah, she did a couple cuts off the new thing. And I was like, okay, this better not be the whole. Smooth jams. Okay. S- smooth, smooth Jones. Uh, And I was like, this better not be the whole hour, however long she's going to be up there. But she mixed it in, and she played every single Maya hit. She played hits you forgot she had. And she stuck stuck to... I can't remember them now, because I forget. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, she sang Ghetto Superstar, which you think that's not even a Maya song. That's a prize song, and she sang the hook. She sang the hooks. And that was she was the hook girl. She sang every single one of her hooks. She doubled up, and she didn't do verses. And she wow. she had her little dances. She had on uh, the Kim Fields like quick dreads, you know the mm-hmm. like Matrix oh. platinum blonde dreads. <laughs> she and did she was doing it. It was great. It was All really right. good. And she All sounds right. so she good deserved- live. Yeah, she deserved that Grammy nom. She that sang. What you're me? She did. <laughs> she sang okay. all of Lady Marmalade. She sang everybody's parts except she for Little Kim's Kim. part. She okay, did. She didn't say, okay. She did. Wow, she, okay. Did she do the uh uh uh? She might have done the uh 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 uh. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but yeah, she she did that thing, and she sounded as good as Maya ever sounded. Just wow. Okay. Lot. Great. Yeah. And so what? Okay. So then, Brandy, the headliner. Brandy, the headliner. Brandy was good too. I will say Uh-oh. this though about Brandy. And I lo- there was there's a little hesitation, and I love Brandy a lot. I tell you that mm-hmm. her, her her discography is the soundtrack to my love life. I've said that before. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited to see her, and Brandy can blow. She can sing, but she was doing so much extra. Like you now, know, was she okay? Now this is this is kind of a symptom of a lot of former Dancing with the Stars contestants. Oh. Was there a little bit too much choreography involved in the show? There was a was lot that, of choreography, but you know, Brandy's strong suit was never dancing. Well, this is what I'm saying. But the thing is, is like I feel like every time a person goes on Dancing with the Stars, whether you know you're Brandy or like uh, Zendaya. Or uh, I don't know, like Apollo Anton Ono, like every oh, like no. every other like moment that you have on television or like in a performance, you have to put a little like a little dance routine to it, you know. Like I don't need you, Apollo, to do a triple lutz and then uh, like a you know a uh, 
high kick you're just a speed skater you yeah, know what i mean exactly. like but they, they figure it into the, they figure figure it in they figure that artistry in there i mean i will say it's not she didn't give us like a paso doble in the middle of it she didn't give us a foxtrot okay. or anything like that no uh, but i will mm-hmm. say uh maya did put on her my love is like whoa vest and give us a little not a tap routine okay but a, a little five six seven eight number interlude she busted out a cane it was good maya was really good she really surprised me brandy her thing she has any, do you think that uh maya has any stock in belvedere that was the first time i heard belvedere vodka get a shout out maybe the first and the last really? bring out the belvedere <laughs> remember that maybe because she's on her <laughs> independent game now Maybe that's how she funded uh, Love Jones. What was it? What was the name Smooth of that? Jones. Smooth I don't even Jones. know. Smooth with that's a B. Off oh, of that, that that Belvedere paper. But still, it's that long Belvedere paper. No, Brandy's mm-hmm. thing was she was doing so many runs that you lost the melody of all the songs. Oh no! It's just too much. It's like, how does this song go? Slow down, right. bass. You're killing it. Yeah, but it was a good time. Hmm. Okay, well, well worth the twenty dollars. It's absolutely like. well this worth the twenty dollars. It was a five minute Uber down to the venue, had a nice dinner, lit up on a couple drinks, and you know had some nineties R and B hits. That's- she got hit. She got some hits. Yeah. You know who got hit? Tell me, Lord Nicki Minaj. Okay, she got what was coming to her. She really got it. Like, she basically was walking through a Malaysian airport and got that VX in the, in, in the form of Remy Ma's Sheetha. And good. I'm glad. Because she ain't shit. Nicki Minaj, well, why are you mad at her? At Nicki Minaj? Because she hasn't yeah, done why? shit since her mixtapes. Nicki Minaj well, hasn't put out a love, good... Listen, we love her mixtapes. We, we love the mixtapes. And she's, get, the she's, she's good on a guest verse. But her mm-hmm. own stuff is terrible. You weren't here for pills and potions. No. Or mm-hmm. Pink Panther Party or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. No. Well, neither neither is Remy, apparently. But I guess the whole feud started with Nikki. Well, most recently, I think this is what got Remy to pop off was, was Nikki's verse on uh, Gucci Mane's uh, latest single. What did she say? Well, basically, she said that in order to be the queen of rap, you silly rabbit. You need to sell Palax. Nope. And I think she said a couple other things. But what she I think she I guess she was just inferring that Remy looks like Bugs Bunny, maybe? I don't know. Mm. But Remy wasn't having it. And so then she decided to jump into the studio two days later and record a seven minute long diss track. Now, do you think she was already working on this? Because I had to listen to it a few times. I don't know. I mean, she was working Wikipedia overtime and going to all the gossip blogs. She I mean, aired like, out all of her of grievances, research. all of my yeah. grievances, all of your grievances. Like, she did she like got a major LexisNexis on Nikki, like in like 48 hours. Keyword search, Google Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, you know, fully edited and, and annotated. She did a lot. I don't I think don't she know. missed I, anything. I mean, I think she really went, you know, she read her, she wrote her, she she did the math, all the arithmetic. Like, she went through every single school subject on this What moment. was your favorite part? Oh, man. Well, she did kind of make me go back into the days. Like, when she when she talked about rocking the leopard beehive 
that was a moment where I was kind of scratching my head. Did, yeah. Like, why yeah. did we go there? And I guess it was just sort of like in reaction to sort of like the Gaga. She was kind of fashioning herself after Lady Gaga. She was like the hip hop rap version of Lady Gaga. Yeah, there. a lot of people were doing that too. And I think that was sort of like the Lady Gaga kind of Katie parification of the music industry for a second where everybody mm-hmm. was wearing a wig and everyone had a hair yeah. bow and everyone was doing something crazy. And who was that yeah, girl and why is she so unusual? So yeah, that that was one of my favorites. What about you? What about yours? What what um Well, the, uh, so much section? of it was so much of it was funny, but the part towards the end where uh and it wasn't even funny. It was just matter of fact where Remy goes in on on all the fights and feuds she's been involved in, how she started the fight with Miley and how she started the fight with Mariah Carey. She's like picking right. fights with all these white girls who aren't rappers who got nothing like Miley's supposed to be happy. Why are you picking right. a fight with Miley Cyrus? What's good? That doesn't make sense. And I was like, yeah, why is Nikki picking fights with all these nobodies? Apparently, Nikki has not come back yet with any, with, with a response. No. I think she put it's something on late. Instagram talking about her, Remy's bad, horrible sales. But, oh, that was another one, too, when she talked about the, all Nikki's 360 deals. I mean, she really went in and, 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 and went to, like, she was Price Waterhouse Coopers. She sure was. Like, she was, she like, was doing in all case the you guys in don't remember the TLC behind the music, this is what right. happens <laughs> yeah. when you sign yeah, up for these things. You pay for your I'm own tours. Yeah, yeah, you pay for your own uh, music videos. You're mm-hmm. the last person you to get paid today. off of your work. You get nothing. And apparently Nikki has like three 360 deals. So she gets like 10% of everything that she makes. Yeah, which is why she's got to do so much crap. So I was like, oh, she really, she was, she really went uh, to Susie Ormanville on Nikki. Like she really <laughs> broke it down. She did. She's like, that is not going to work. <laughs> Girlfriend. Girlfriend. <laughs> Nikki got murdered. Remy's going back to jail. Nikki got murdered. That's it. Like, that's, you know, her probation. Yeah. <laughs> she violated her probation it. with that one. Violated it. Revoked. It's a wrap. But, you know, I was like Worth I was it. saying a couple episodes ago, I had been watching Love and Hip Hop. I really do. I like, I really like Remy. She's, she's, she's really charismatic. She's fun. Now, don't cross her. Mm. But I, I actually, I enjoy her. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that this is like Remy's Remy's Renaissance? Is this is this is this going to happen? Well, is she going to claim the throne? What do you think? Um, I don't. I think she's claiming that she never abdicated the throne. That's true. She mm-hmm. never got up, and she's. I don't know if we're going to see a renaissance because she kind of made it clear she's not in it for the album sales. She's a rapper. She's not on Instagram addressing your bullshit. She put out this seven minute diatribe. Released it on SoundCloud. Here you can have it for free. And she's back to business. I'll see you at nine o'clock mm-hmm. on Thursday. Right. See you later. Yeah. When I punch. Yeah. Mm. It's really not a good look, though, for Nikki to have not responded at all. It's been like a week now. I know. The clock has run out. I don't think that she can respond now. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Not going to work. It was so, good hey, while it lasted. Tell me that you watched the premiere of Doubt this week. I sure did. All right, so tell us about it's it. It's a good thing that I caught it because <laughs> they canceled it right after the first commercial break. <laughs> so it's over. Forget it. It's, it's done. done. Let me tell you, Just though, stop. let me tell you don't about bother. the bullshit of it all because I signed okay, up don't. for 
um, CBS All Access mm-hmm. so that I could watch The Good Fight, which we right. know is the web-only, CBS All Access-only spinoff of The Good Wife. And it's Correct. good, but there's nothing else on CBS All Access. I'm not going to watch well, Kevin Can Wait. I thought Doubt was going to be the other thing that I was going to watch, but... They it, just ended that. They ended your dreams with that. I mean, and they really thought Doubt was going to be like the Good Wife sequel, but it's really, it was just good ridden. Did you watch it? I didn't. I didn't have a chance to. I mean, like... <laughs> they pulled it. it. They pulled it from like the website. Like a week ago, and then they pulled the plug on it. After two episodes. I watched the first one. I sure did. And, you know, I knew I knew it was going to be some bullshit because Katherine Heigl is not... She's a fraud. She's a fraud. I'm looking forward to that movie she's doing where she has that, that blunt bob and she's playing, like, that crazy yeah. white lady. I love a crazy white yeah. lady movie. She's playing. She's giving us a, a Ellen Barkin blonde bob, yeah, which really only Ellen Barkin can give me. But she's gonna give it. She's gonna give it a try. She's okay, doing well, her single well, white I, female thing. But the problem with this show is, and I knew it in the first thirty seconds, is that it's a lawyer show, and it was trying to be Ally McBeal and also Scandal. Oh, which conceptually right. those ideas don't reconcile that doesn't work but add to the fact that it's katherine heigl and it's just it's like going down the tubes and and at the risk of sounding slanderous and intolerant i'm going to say that laverne cox is a terrible actress (laughs) you just you know what (laughs) she's not good well let's really let's really get down to what's what's what let's talk about let's i guess we do need to talk about Damn it, man. Damn. Damn. Okay. Damn, well, damn. people people have been alluding to this ever since Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. I want her to win. I want her to win. So much. Me, 100%. I really do. I, I want really, her really to really slay do. in every way. Uh, okay. So what? Okay. Is it is it the line delivery? Is it? What is it? She has... I want to say that it's natural, but she has a very affected way of delivering uh, speech that I mm-hmm. can't tell if it's acting or if it's just this kind of affected, adopted personality that she can't really... Hmm. Kind of like with Cher, but at least mm-hmm. with Cher, it, it feels more natural. No, but I know what you're saying, though. There is kind of like, there is sort of like this kind of front that she puts up, and even in a lot of her acting, that like... I don't know. She can't like relax and just kind of like, give us an authentic read when she does. Different yeah. Things. And the thing is, it's like you watch her it's do still- that. You watch her do that. And in, in uh, doubt, you watch her do that on Orange is the New Black. And you kind of think, OK, is this an acting choice that she's making? Is, is this affect her her craft at work? And then you see her on The View or she turns up at some award show giving some impassioned speech. And it's the same thing. And it's like, oh, no, this mm-hmm. is how she is. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. But I love. I will say that I love. She's getting all these opportunities. I love it. it yeah. I guess. The, I guess we can celebrate that. I mean, and if, hopefully she'll have more. I hope that she can sort of work on her craft. And you yes, know, because I think it's important to have a, coach. a black trans voice and face on our television and movie screens. And you know what? She's a trailblazer. And I think that, you know, she should be afforded these opportunities. I mean, but she does also need to put in the work and she needs to be able to deliver. And in the time being, she would make a perfect fit on empire 
or on star well maybe 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 she'll come into that maybe 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 she'll because they're operating at that level of acting yeah you know she Hmm. won't stand out well well, though i don't know if there's anything we can do about her is i i don't know if she's got any more chances i think she's been from network to network she's been burned by every network she had that i think show on nbc with alfred woodard gone yeah, you know, you know, she's her name is Dust at M, at uh, M, uh, NBC, no ABC. ABC, yeah. So she's been to the big three. I don't know if there's anywhere else she can go. She can go to YouTube. Except Red. To back to those those commercials. What what was that commercial? The Tidy Cat commercials. Yeah, she can go right on down to Sega Genesis with her commercials. <laughs> you, know. you know, once you once you once you cross Shonda, it's over. Now that's Black Goodness. Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. But I did give it a chance. And you know what? I am going to go and watch that second episode because... Because you want to know how it is. Because now it's a limited edition. <laughs> You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Join us on Facebook in our group Deep Thoughts by This Dummy. That's Thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. And find us on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next time.